Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We talked England with Dom Smith from englandfootball.org. Yes. Um, Player 56. Yeah, you'll find out exactly what that means when you hear from Dom. Uh, We also chatted to Sam Avery, Evertonian comedian, podcaster, and he told us about uh, his thoughts on the team's form and uh, the game against Newcastle. This evening, uh, we also had Hugh Cornwell in the studio, the uh, former Stranglers frontman, music legend, who told us about a very interesting game of cricket. Yeah, they got good. involved in, and we had some live music. Yeah, more bass players. Of James Lancaster from the New York Brass Band, and he was on great form. So here it all is. <laughs> Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. I uh, don't know if you saw the FA Cup scores last night. I, d- I wasn't aware of it. Um, yeah. I did say to you before the show, you and uh, J- uh, John Callaghan, our, our talkie supporting producer, I fancy 2-1 in extra time, yeah. but you got it done in 90 yeah. minutes. Yeah, thrashed the non-league minnows, Paul. Just <laughs> absolutely took them to task. Now, um, that does mean that Torquay United will play Derby yeah. County. yeah. Uh, in the first round proper of the FA Cup. Do you know what? Playing more at your place. I know it sounds odd, but I think that is a bigger result for us last night than it would be for Hampton and Richmond Borough, much as they would need it. But Talk United so need some income, some good vibes, Mm. all those things. We haven't had a a cup run in years. When are they going to announce the telly games? Because you would think it'd be one of the telly games. You'd hope so, Paul. It's a glamour time. It is a big glamour time. They're the top They're the top. Club, aren't they? Yeah. In the, you know, Derby are doing really well, so I suppose it's. It'll be a great chance for <clears throat> whoever. Would it be the Beeb who show it or BT? I'm not sure. Beeb or BT, yeah. Whoever shows the game will have a chance to raid the Torquay United archive. So you'll have Mike Bateson, the former yeah, chairman, lovely. that will go into board meetings and press conferences with a ventriloquist dummy. Algernon, yeah. Yeah, you'll have um, Bryn, the the, uh, the police dog, yeah. bit one of the players, then kept you yeah. up. I've I only mean, talked about that story on about. Eight podcasts, I if know. anyone needs to hear it. But there'll be people out there that won't know anything about Talking United. Exactly, exactly. And and, <clears throat> and why would they not know anything about Talking United well, and be listening to this show? Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, they, they get it. They get yeah, a but, history lesson. But well done, day. lads. Well done, lads. Absolutely excellent. Thrilled to be through to the next round. <clears throat> yeah. The FA, the magic of the FA Cup is still there. Now, there's only um, certain questions that are asked of managers in press conferences after they've had a win uh, at the weekend. I think that was probably true of Thomas Frank. Because if you've been beaten uh, 4-0 at the weekend in your next conference. You're normally a bit of a bear with a sore head. Mm. But um, they were... Apparently, uh, Ivan Tony said afterwards that when he takes penalties, he, he, he likes to think of himself on a beach with a cocktail. I suppose oh, pointing out that he's quite chilled. Relaxed. So someone asked Thomas Frank in his uh, pre-match press conference, I think, yesterday, uh, what mix of beverages he thought the potent forward resembled ahead of the West London derby against Chelsea. If you're David Moyes, you've lost 2-0. You'd be saying, what sort of stupid question <laughs> I, I, is that? Did you just spring that question don't on don't call him. me Moisey. Like, yeah, like an a, improvisation game. What blend of beverages <laughs> do you think? Yeah, it is. It's like the comedy store players. <laughs> yes, and. Like, one for Andy Smart. <laughs> and can you tell us in the style of Harry Potter? But to be <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you're, you're in Sicily. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, and apparently, you know, Thomas Frank, a good man that he is, and having had a win, indulged the journalist. Okay. He said that Ivan uh, is in between an ice cold beer because he's ice cold. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, he good man, didn't yeah. put his back into it, really, <laughs> would he? 
and he has an extra flair, so he's moved away from the drinks. So he indulged it. It oh, just right. it struck me that it's a very odd question, and I would imagine people find themselves sometimes in an interview situation yes. where the, the, the TalkSport listeners may have been hit with a bit of a curveball, a bit of an odd question. If you want to relive some of the odd ones you asked or or encountered, then... Yeah, something that isn't where do you see yourself in five years. No, but, exactly. You know, you're on someone's, a desert island. Someone's Who would you like you to have next to you? I mean, it doesn't have to be a, 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 no. an interview, but that struck me as the most obvious place. So talksport.com forward slash H&J, text to 81089 or tweet to TS... H and J. Absolutely lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, our goalkeeper couldn't uh, play last <clears throat> night. Um, right. He, had, he couldn't see out of one eye. Okay. Um, and Gary Johnson said that he, he was on the bench. This is the talking manager. He's the talking manager. Yeah. He's on the talking <coughs> bench to make <coughs> make the other team think that oh we've got enough subs. Don't worry. Yeah. And he said if I'd had to bring him on, <laughs> he'd have had to play in an eye patch. Wow. So if you're has anyone a goalkeeper ever played in an eye patch ball? Have you ever seen that? Maybe in the pirate league. I think goalkeepers playing glasses. There have been goalkeepers in the past who played in glasses. I'm uh, sure Chelsea. No, I've never seen a goalkeeper in glasses. Didn't Chelsea played a team from Luxembourg once in something like the Fairs Cup, and I think they won about eleven nil. Yeah, and the the Luxembourg goalkeeper wore glasses. Wow, well, yeah. I'd like to see footage of that, yeah. Andy Jacobs keeps goal in glasses. No, so, yeah, yeah, he yeah. can't keep goal in glasses. Well, honestly, you want to see him keeping goal without them. <laughs> really? I mean, can't, but an eye patch, Paul, be a nightmare. He can't see these two eye patches. If it's swung in from the, from the left wing, yeah. you, you can't see it till it's... I just didn't it was, see it. It was lovely of Gary with the reference. He said he'd be a bit long John Silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he is still, all these years on, he is still the go-to wear of an eye patch, long John, isn't he? <laughs> he is the one, and the parrot on his shoulder, yeah. wooden leg be lovely wouldn't it you know i saw john hartson tweeting earlier on he's, oh, he's yeah. put his car into to uh, to be repaired and they've given him a courtesy car oh, lovely and they obviously know he's ex-celtic because they've given this this beautiful green mini he wasn't particularly it's a bit small he's a big man john he, he, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. he thought he'd have to have his head out the window when he was driving it <laughs> but but i mean imagine if they'd given him a, a sort of blue nice royal blue oh, one, he, was, he, was, he said no yeah. i can't drive that but they did give him it was can't drive that the joy of the courtesy car sometimes you turn up oh, and you'll yeah. say well, obviously, I've got to walk the dog, so I need something. They did that to, to my missus once. She turned up and said, well, I'm going to need something where I can you know, get the dog in the back. They said, yeah, no problem. They gave her a saloon. Come put the dog in the boot. <laughs> what are you going to do? She's in the boot. Yeah. Not good, fellas. I once saw a... Remember the rugby player Sebastian Chabal? Oh, yeah, yeah, Big yeah. French big, guy. Big massive, man. probably six foot seven French guy. Yeah. He used to drive a smart car. Really? He'd, he'd pull away from training in a smart car, which I oh, think... Big nice. man, small car. I mean, I love that. Yeah, what does that tell us? I, I don't, don't know what know. it tells. He's very confident in himself, Paul. Anyway, I don't know why I bring that up. Maybe the world of courtesy cars. I mean, we'll leave that up to you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I'm coming out of the wilderness Been away too long Learn how to live in the jungle Good and strong. I'm coming out of the wilderness. That is Hugh Cornwell, and uh, coming out of the wilderness uh, from his new album, Moments of Madness. Yeah. Uh, which is something out this week. He's touring as well, so we'll tell you about the dates a little bit later on. Hugh's a, uh, been a, a pretty frequent visitor over the years to the studio. We played a bit of cricket with him back in the day oh, for the nice. Bobbers, and he does love his cricket. And he's with us now. Good to see you, Hugh. Hi, Paul. How's it doing? Yeah, we're, we're, right. we're okay. Yeah, so you miss, you've missed Andy today because he's, 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 he's in the dentist chair at the moment. Is it safe? <laughs> he's getting the marathon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good scene. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mark in Turkey's been in touch. Uh, I'm so glad Hugh Cornwell is on uh, TalkSport. I've told people that I've seen him play cricket with the Stranglers many years ago on Paddington Wreck, I believe it was. There was another band involved. I can't remember who they were. The but, Damned played. But if I remember rightly, the, <laughs> really? str- the Stranglers were... Yeah. Or all black. That's right. It yeah. was Bronsbury, <laughs> Bronsbury <laughs> Cricket Ground. Yeah. Uh, I I organised it, and uh, and um, um, Lemmy turned up with a note from his mum because <laughs> he couldn't play because oh, he was right. sick. Yeah. Uh, but he turned up anyway. And Kate Bush was going to play, but she she uh, cried off. This is and like a fever dream. This is not one of these dreams you had. I know, I know, I know. It actually happened because uh, yeah. that guy and that guy in Turkey he substantiated. Saw, yeah, yeah, he saw it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, seventy-eight was, or seventy-nine, he says. That's right. And yeah. we uh, we were all dressed in black with black pads, black hats, black bats, oh, black everything. And they, and the press were all in white. The music press. Wow. And um, and we beat them, but they were very pissed off because we. We'd sequestered into our side a young, 
Hampshire, you know, fast bowler. Oh, nice. Who had played with the Hampshire Colts or something. And we drafted him in, and he he was so fast, he clean bowled half of their side, <laughs> you know. Lovely. And but they were so they weren't very happy about that. I just it, it's great. I love the idea of Ratscaby slow left on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> From the pavilion end, From the pavilion, yeah, end. a burning <laughs> ball. <laughs> Running up that slope, Kate Bush. Yeah, that. Running up that slope. Yeah, I like fantastic. that. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you want to? <laughs> we have plenty of those. Yeah, we've 70, got plenty, plenty late seventies music we'll acts. Get the listeners. Uh, yeah. Cricket. Can you remember who else you played? Um, well, Richard Williams was the uh, their star batsman. Came oh, yeah. at number five. He was the uh, editor of Melody Maker, I think. Yeah, and he wrote for the Guardian, did whistle test. That's didn't he, right. And he yeah. strode out in his amazing equipment, you know, yeah. and everything. And our guy clean bowled him second ball, <laughs> I think. And he kid. was absolutely mortal. Were you claiming yeah. him as road crew? Because they said that old Dad's Army, isn't there? When the ver- was it uh, when the the, the, oh, yeah. the warden's team he gets Fred Truman in to play against <laughs> so it's, a, it's a hell of a ringer but they try a and ringer cl- in the Stranglers is a great you know he's the verger's mate or something but yeah uh, yeah ringers are great like that aren't they and so, the dam- I remember the damned played um, for our you know on our team and of course all the Stranglers play uh, uh, turned out you know and we all but we didn't we didn't score any me- a huge amount of runs I believe a bit of punk cricketers. I'm sure we're going to get some punk cricket stuff well, from the listeners all day long. this yeah, afternoon. Yeah, smashing. Um, and uh, a Jedi has been in touch. And I was going to tell you this story. Okay, there, yeah. But the first time we uh, we met Hugh and played cricket with Hugh for the Bunburys, um, Andy saw it was Hugh, didn't know him, but just was getting changed next to him going, And Hugh said... Wait, are you taking the... I guess say Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> and he just said, I'm sorry, I didn't even know I was it just doing popped it. Out. Oh, it just he popped saw you out. and the tune was in his head. How funny. <laughs> well, they're good tunes, you know what I mean? That, that yeah. catalogue, that, that, yeah. that, when I was in the band, the catalogue that was created there, there's about 200 songs and it's up there with the Beatles catalogue, mm. I mean, in, in quality. It's, yeah. it's a, a great stuff and yeah. it's... Uh, it's 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 lasted a long time, you know. I'm just looking indeed. at some of those songs now. I mean, Peaches and uh, a yeah. lot of the stuff I remember when I used to come and see you guys play. Sort of five minutes, Duchess, all the all those songs, Golden Brown, so many, yeah, so many great yeah, songs, big hits, yeah. big hits. Yeah. yeah. So when we play that that second half, we don't do it the same every night because there's so many, and you could, we couldn't can't play them all. Yeah. We've got about 30, 35 that we could play. So we mix it up. Every night is different. You know, some will be the same from the night before and some will be different. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Newcastle United versus Everton. Yeah, big game. Saw Everton at the weekend. And I'd say that... um, Frank Lampard's game plan was pretty much spot on, certainly in the first half. Let's see what uh, comedian and podcaster Evertonian Sam Avery makes of tonight. Hi, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hiya, boys. I mean, as a manager, you send your team out against Tottenham, and Frank was saying that Tottenham are going pretty well away from home, and you set up to make yourself difficult to break down and effective on the break, and the two players that get in the box seat to score the goals don't score the goals. There's not much the manager can do about that, because it could have been 2-0 at half-time. Yeah, I think we've, we've kind of like got a game plan. Uh, the last couple of games, Tottenham and, and Man U, we have sort of sat back more than I'd expect and try and hit them on the break. And like you say, if those those chances, which probably should have been converted, if mm. they go in, you might be looking at a completely different scoreline. Then, of course, Tottenham are a great team. And we're not quite at Atletico Madrid's defensive levels yet, are we? But, you know, just parking the bus. But I think, you know, we are so toothless up front. He's got to do something and he's got to have a game plan. Yeah. So uh, it just means that now we're on the back of two defeats and we're looking at, you know, a tricky game tonight against Newcastle. Saying that, Alex Iwobi's had a, a pretty good start to the season, isn't he? He hasn't been that, that great for Everton so far, so it's good to see some positives for him. We all love him. I mean, he's, he's probably like the fan favourite now, which is such a turnaround because he was universally reviled because he, he just he was played out of position by, I got about seven or eight managers on the bounce because that's how many we've had. <laughs> and, you know, once Frank comes in and, and just gives him a bit of confidence, he's just, he's, he's able to, you know, dictate part of the game and really kind of make a, a positive impact on the team. So pe- people really like him. And I think he's kind of almost epitomised the Frank Lampard era, if you want to use it such such a grab, you know, a, a strong title as that. Because he's just, it, the effort levels from him have gone through the roof since last season. And I think that's what the fans are really getting behind. And 
I think uh, it's it's just up front, and it? it's just that that forward line. We're just we're very toothless. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you had that good that good run at seven unbeaten run and then and then those two defeats and then you look at the league position and it's you know a couple of wins under your belt start pulling away from there because you know a couple of points out the bottom three there's a lot of teams on 10 points isn't it and and as much as it's been nice to see our defense kind of shore up 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 front with you know less less penetration than a carry-on film really at the moment (laughs) When, when we need to, we need to really... phrase for the managers to. <laughs> <Yeah>, we <are>. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting that on the on the new stadium. It's going to be on the side of one of the stands. Um, it it uh, that's the area now we need to really kind of look at in the January window because I mean those chances against Tottenham, like we talked about, you know, on a different day they go in and then you've you know you, maybe you're getting a point or maybe you're getting all three, but you, you you've got to you've got to be scoring to kind of give yourself a chance really. So. But I think Everton fans are really feeling, we are st- generally feeling pretty positive about stuff because it's still such a massive improvement on last year. Not just the, the performances, but the results earlier on. I know the last two games have been poor, but we just we just feel like, I think for other fans, they're, they're looking at Everton fans going, oh God, is it must be bad down there. And we're like, oh no, this is fine. It's like, you know, when you come out, like you've been in the cold all night and then yeah. someone else comes out without a coat on. I'm like, oh, it's freezing out here. And you're like, oh, don't worry about it. You get used to it. It's actually quite warm. Uh, you got Gordon back. He, he missed because of his five oh, because yeah. he missed the Tottenham game. He was that, a big that was miss. a big miss, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Calvert-Lewin came on. He look, still looks a bit ring rusty though, doesn't he? Yeah, it'll take a while to get back because it's not just the start of the season. He missed, he missed the bulk of last season as mm. well. So he's really kind of, he's off the pace, isn't he? But he's an a, a, a incredibly important part of the team and the squad and, you know, going forward, hopefully we can, he can kind of get his, his stride back. Anthony Gordon's, um, he always looks knackered, doesn't he? He always looks tired after like 20 minutes. I don't know. I don't know what it is. He's got a paper round in the morning before the game. Or something, but just, <laughs> a lot of players like, like Harry Kane always looks tired after about two minutes, doesn't he? You know? That's true. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's, it's a little bit worrying, but I mean, whether that's a conditioning thing or whether he's carrying something, I don't know, but, um, on his day, Gordon's great, and the way we play, and I'm sure the way we'll play tonight is very much, you know, stop then scoring and try and hit them on the break. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, if you're going to play them, they've got a couple out. Isaac's going to be out to after the World Cup, which is a real blow to him, of course. And uh, St. Maximum's maximum, probably yeah, not yeah. fit. We'll have the delights of him on on Sunday. Good team out. though, Paul. They, you know, yeah, they've, they've only lost look, once in 13 yeah. games. You know, they're on a good run, good manager, got momentum with them, you know. so yeah. Best defence in the league. Yeah, um, tough I mean, to play. Trippier's playing very well, isn't he? It's going to be tough and they've got enough, you know, talent. So it's not going to be easy. We don't want to sort of put you, put you off. So <laughs> I, was trying to put, like, I was trying to put you off. Yeah, I was trying but, to um, manage your expectations. I, 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 if, you come away, <laughs> if you can come away with a point tonight, I think you've done very well. Do you know what? You, I had nearly hung up on you both there. All, all that, was just, <laughs> that, was so, that was so depressing to hear. No, but I agree with all of that. And yeah. I think with Newcastle has not been, a, to use a cliche, a happy hunting ground. Yeah. Although you can say that about almost every away ground in the Premier League for Everton since the mid-80s. The, yeah. I don't think we've got a great away record generally, but certainly it's going to be tough. I'd take a draw right now, bite your hand off. Yeah. Uh, the new ground's coming together, isn't it? I saw our old mate Graham Beecroft tweeting some pictures out of... Uh, of the Bramley Moor dock and the, the stadium coming together. Have you popped down to have a look or not? Right. So I live in the south end of the city, mm. and this is just past the centre in the north end, but it's right in the centre, but it's sort of the north end of the centre. Right. So I've not actually driven past it because I've got no need to. And what I do is, now and again on Twitter, someone will share a new video. And I'll be like, oh my God, look at that. It's like, it's, it's, remember Superman when he throws that crystal into the ground and, <laughs> and it just, it's fortunate. It's like that. It's just like coming out of the ground. It's, it's looking great and it's exciting yeah. times to be an Everton fan in terms of like, yeah, the, the new stadium. It's been a long time. I remember we had mates up in Liverpool and we took our kids when they were both really young. They're like 27 and 30 now, you know, enough to want to do the duck tour. From the Albert oh, Duck, wow. we used to go in the water in that big old yeah. amphibious oh, yeah, landing craft. Yeah. <laughs> and we went round and uh, my mate peeps in Evertonia and he said, oh, that's King's Dock. That's where the new ground's going to be. I mean, but the kids were <laughs> tiny. there. That's how long it's been going on for, of course. Yeah, well, that was a different end of the dock. So that, yeah. was, that was sort of, yeah, that was the original site. And now they've moved it up to Bramley Moor Dock. So, I mean, we've got more. We can we can figure out what to do with it. But one of the things that Everton fans are quite excited about being able to say is that when the new ground's built, Everton built all three football stadium in the city, which is 
you know, it's a nice stat in it. I'd rather have trophies myself, but <laughs> something that will will cling on to that. You'll never sing that because there was there, <laughs> there was a time the first stadium that one of the stadiums, the second incarnation of it, was going to be outside of the city, strictly speaking, wasn't it? And it didn't play yeah. well, did it? No, it didn't. In fact, there was there was rumours of it being uh, linked with a, a certain te- uh, certain supermarket, should oh. we say? And there was a derby at Goodison, God, about fifteen twenty years ago, and all the Liverpool fans brought bags from that certain supermarket <laughs> and threw them on the pitch to taunt us all. And oh. it was it, it was very funny. Well, look, uh, good to talk to you, Sam. Uh, the pod- podcast still going strong. Yeah, still still doing podcasts, still still online. On get on my YouTube channel, load the videos on there yeah. as well, and my Facebook page. Just type my name into Google and yeah. look. Pretty prolific on Insta, aren't you, Sam? You do quite yeah, a lot of I'm stuff on. there. Yeah, he's very all over up, it. up to yeah. date, like daily videos. Bro. Wow, it's very good. Not, don't just yeah. churn out all the old stuff like me. He's really well, constantly well, coming up the with stuff. Doing the greatest hits, Charlie Living on past glories. <laughs> I've got to say, you know the way they used to talk about people like, oh, he's like James Brown, the, the hardest working man in showbiz. Mm. I don't dispute that. But the hardest working men in showbiz now spend half the time subtitling videos to stick on TikTok. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's not quite as glamorous, is it? Yeah. Not down the mines, though, Sam, is it really? No. No, it's not really aware. I mean, come on. Let's be, let's be sensible. Look, good to talk to you. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks very much. Thanks, fellas. See you later. There we are. Sam Avery. Yeah, A-V-E-R-Y. Go and check him out. Very funny guy. And, uh, yeah, his podcast very good. Parent, there's a parenting podcast, isn't it? Well, yeah. Someone, someone tweeted well. the other day, why should, I bother, why should I bother creating these videos for millions of people to watch when I could... Got, got the M6 and performed for 80 to 90 people. <laughs> <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We may not be alone in thinking that tomorrow, from an England fan's point of view, was going to be quite an interesting day yeah. because I don't know where it came from. There seemed to be this feeling that there was going to be some kind of preliminary squad announcement from uh, Gareth Southgate, the England coach, to kind of give us a steer on who'd be in the squad. It's not till November the 10th, I think, they announced the squad properly. Mm-hmm. But we have subsequently discovered uh, that is not the case. What is actually going on is, is quite interesting here to tell us more from englandfootball.org is Dom Smith. Hi, Dom. Hey, Dom. Hey, guys. So not only will we... There is going to be uh, a number of players uh, handed by Gareth to FIFA, uh, a kind of big, bulky squad. Anything between you think about 35 and 55, is that right? Yeah, I think it's I think it's 33 or, or 35 to 55. And, and most teams, everyone has to do that mm. by the deadline of Friday this week um, and every team at the World Cup will do um, but they don't the managers don't have to let the players know and Southgate won't let the players know right, because think. that could leak out and then suddenly uh, you know we know he's in that big uh, sort of inflated mm. 55 men squad and those that aren't of course he wants to be the 56th man can, can I ask why he has to do that why have FIFA asked for that do you know 
I don't know why it is, but I think I think one of the reasons why they do it is to make sure that no other players come in at the last. But again, you'd wonder why would that matter? Mm, yeah. If a, if a player has a really good kind of fort, like a really good fortnight before the yeah. before the World Cup at the end of the we Premier got that many injuries that yeah. could get you in. Exactly. Well, really. I don't know why that. Would Andy be an Carroll issue, hanging out hope. I suppose the thing is, Dom, that if you've got that, say it is, let's say it is fifty-five names that I'm doubting. Yeah, it, it, it will, will be. be. He'll, he'll use. You think them all he will like, use yeah. them all? So then that does mean that if players do have to be called in because of injury uh, into the twenty-six, the final twenty-six then they have to come from that pool of players. You yeah. can't suddenly choose someone who wasn't in that 55. No, you can't. Um, and so players like James Madison, um, maybe even someone like Lewis Dunk, who you mm. know won't, whether they should be is another matter, but yeah. what you know won't be in that final 26-man squad, um, will be included um, in, in case of a horrendous list of injuries, the likes of which we'd have never seen before. But. Yeah. I don't think it's going to get quite that bad. But it is ever... starting to ramp up, isn't it, the injuries? Yeah. Will they ever release the yeah. 55? I'm assuming some of them would be the people who hover between the 21s and, yeah. and, and, the, and, the, and the main team and then hmm. people who've played before but aren't getting picked. I don't know how you I mean, do that. I, just, what, I don't see what the point of it is. 55 is almost the amount of English players in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. So if you you're the 50, Imagine being 56. If you're the 56th <laughs> person. Well, I was player 56. Like, it's like everyone's had trials, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We've all had trials, mate. Yeah. Like, I was player 56. I was player 56. <laughs> no, yeah, play, was... player 56 is playing in the Vanarama National League. Uh, yeah, well, he probably nothing is. wrong with that. Could be one of your boys at, at Torquay. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah, why not? So, uh, yeah, we are getting uh, we are getting more uh, uh, injuries. I would imagine those players that are that are touch and go, like uh, Calvin Phillips and like um, um, Reece James, uh, Reece James, Walker, Ryan Bowman. All those guys. Sorry. Oh, 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 injured. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All those guys that are injured that could make it, but uh, may not, will be in the fifty-five to give him that option to do that if they have a miraculous healing process. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it would be stupid if he didn't. I mean, yeah. it's, we've already been talking about how big a number fifty-five is. If he didn't include Reese James in that, even though I think yeah. it's extremely unlikely that he goes. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be. Um, Carl Walker it? seems hopeful though, doesn't yeah. he? He said he's 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 making progress quicker than everybody thought, which is great news. Yeah, he it? did say that at the beginning of uh, this week or, or tail end of last week. He said that on yeah. uh, on Five Live. You think he, he he said not only is he feeling more hopeful than you thought he was going to, but the people who've been carrying out his surgery and his recuperation have been feeling that too. So it, it seems positive news on Walker, and I think I think he probably will make the final twenty six. Well, he was going to anyway. It's, it, it will come down yeah. to injury, but I think he'll be there. You don't. I mean, this is this is bound to happen. We're bound to have this conversation before the World Cup about taking an injured player. Mm. There'll almost certainly be one, maybe two players in the twenty six that might not be fit or a hundred percent for the first game, and we've done that too many times with England, haven't we? So there's always that mm. that slight fear. But in some cases, where in key positions where we're a bit short probably a risk worth taking yeah I think Calvin Phillips falls into that um, mm. category I'm not sure whether he'll be back um, in, in City colours he didn't get a lot of game time before getting injured of course I don't no. know whether he'll be back in City colours before the, the the final squad's announced but I, I think he's the kind of person that Southgate would, would take a you know take a chance on I mean yeah. it would add some clarity to players like I don't know the, the, the Southgate doesn't seem to want to pick like James Madison mm. you know if you know, he's having a good season. He's scoring goals, isn't he? he? Just, it wasn't People the greatest, say he doesn't. Wasn't the greatest audition. The wasn't other the night, greatest wasn't audition the, yeah. other, the other night. Yeah, the but day. you know, he's still yeah. he's still in form and a, and a player with, yeah. you know with a bit of a trick. And, and you sort of go, well, if he wouldn't, if he wasn't in the fifty five, then it is definitely that he doesn't fancy him. You know, so. well, the players who aren't going to be going to the World Cup, I'm going to get. It seems I mean Conte is going to be like other coaches. Conte said I'm going to go away somewhere hot. The players have got a couple of weeks off. Yeah, well, the players we'll... are going away somewhere hot, well, somewhere very hot. But yeah, if you're one of the fifty five, do you take a punt on being one of the fifty five because you don't know, or do, yeah. you, do you book a couple of weeks uh, in uh, Dubai? A listener, an anonymous listener, so I don't know if it's true. It said it's for visa applications, oh. so I don't know if that that, oh, okay. that sounds well, about right. I mean, do they have mm. some sort of exemption? Situation if you're in a World Cup, I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe, I don't know, Paul. Maybe not. I don't know the sort of hoops we had to jump through and get a visa for Russia four yeah, years ago. Know, exactly. You actually have to literally have to jump through a hoop. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, that, maybe that that would be an interesting way again of the part country. of getting in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On, on Madison, by the way, I, I think that he will be in the well, he, he'll definitely be in the fifty-five. But I, I, I think it's extremely unlikely that you'll see him appear for England again during Southgate's. Tenure. I think right. Southgate will walk after the World Cup. Irrelevant, you know, irrespective of how England do. I mean, that, that's almost a separate I conversation. That's true. Yeah. Who but, is player fifty-six going to be? We'll ask oh, the listeners yes. this afternoon. Yeah, Who yeah. will be? I'm going for Bradley Walsh. 
because Brad, <laughs> he spent a bit of time he's on, on everything. Bradford. He was at Bradford as a young man. Brentford, yeah, as a young yeah, man. Yeah, that's true. So I think he is on everything. Romesh, Brad- I mean, I was with Romesh last night. He's on everything at the moment. Yeah, it might be. I think you have to. Have I some can see football it. credentials. Alexander Armstrong. He's yeah. on everything, isn't he? <laughs> All the time. Not a footballer though. Oh Charlie. yeah, okay, he seems yeah. to have missed the point. So I just quiz show hosts we're looking for. Oh, okay. Someone I do apologise. Someone who was borderline England, but played a little bit of football. Okay, yeah. That's the satirical slant I was. All right, I was just going for celebrities. You were about to say Huey Green. I was going for celebrities. Whose career I'm a bit envious of. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dad, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say I could imagine it being someone like Eddie and Katia. Uh, because Southgate obviously yeah. started off mm. as England under 21 manager, and we've seen during his during his six years in the job how much credence he gives to the England youth team. He's tried to make that pathway a more consistent thing. St George's Park is obviously part of that. He, he was involved in the invention of St George's Park. So I think you're right to mention that. The, the the younger players in in the younger age groups are the sort of people that cut, that will spring to his mind rightly or wrongly mm. when he's b- bulking out squads, um, especially a fifty five player squad. Yeah, um, because because he trusts that they they know what England is about. Yeah, How are they going right. to announce the twenty six? Do we know yet? Because I remember <laughs> I remember Sven's squad years ago. They had some uh, like a sort of reception, and then the names of the players oh, came up on a like big that, screen, oh, and then he answered questions. It's all it's kind of social media. Yeah, it's, it's usually it? a YouTube video, which, yeah. which also gets tweeted out at the same time uh, yeah. and put on the Instagram. That was the case for Russia in twenty eighteen, and, and the same for the Euros. Um, last summer, so I, I don't see why that would change. But unfortunately, mm. has it always been the case? England leaks like a sieve, so. I, I, you just know, but the, if it's a twelve o'clock, say a midday tenth of November announcement, we'll pretty much know the squad before the morning, we watch yeah, the old yeah. soft focus yeah. video, won't we? Really? Yeah, maybe there'll be one or two that that aren't aren't yeah. mentioned, but but certainly some of the more interesting stories in that will 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 definitely leak. I'm yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Uh, news today that you cannot vape. Uh, no vaping in Qatar. Okay. Uh, I, I wasn't aware of this. Uh, if you caught vaping in Qatar, you could get two years in jail. I, I think <laughs> seems, that's a bit alarmist. Quite harsh, doesn't it? That's a bit alarmist. But uh, e-cigarettes are banned uh, under the Muslim countries' laws, and so they say, yeah, yeah anybody could face deportation. So I, just I don't, I don't vape, Paul, so that won't no, affect me. So I could be player 56. A number of England fans who are... Get him on the plane. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Right, right in the back of the plane. Now. Gareth, why was Charlie Baker? I mean, he doesn't he, vape. He has got his own boots. He's, <laughs> he's an FKW, as he proved the other day, when he played in his tour. I've got a full kit. kit. You've got the full and kit. And I've got a lovely pair of boots from Tink's yeah. Boots, if anyone's seen those. You know, very nice pair Imagine of boots. I've got, I've got a full kit. You could get in player 50, yeah. <laughs> getting on the, in the 55 because you've got... It's like in the old days of Spotlight, the book for actors. Yeah, exactly, yeah. They used to there'd be people in there like Fred Smith and he'd be dressed as a copper yeah. and it'd say has own uniform oh lovely yeah, like yeah. that was going to be the thing that swung it to give him the lead role in Serpico <laughs> because he had his own uniform I mean it doesn't yeah. doesn't have the same rings the, 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 the crowd the 12th man they always say don't they? Yeah. You know, the, tw- the crowd are tw- the 56th man the, the, the 56th they're going to be the 56th man <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast we did chat earlier on to um, Hugh Cornwell from the Stranglers former yes. Stranglers front man now solo artist of course but wrote many great songs for the band and he was telling us about a cricket match uh, played at uh, Bronsbury Cricket Club back in the day in London yeah. uh, where it was like a punk team versus a journalist team and uh, the, a punk the, eleven, the well, a music eleven, wasn't the it? Stranglers, yeah. the Damned. Who else was involved? He Kate, said Kate Bush. Bush was going to turn up. Kate didn't Bush you? couldn't play, but she was, and she was on the original eleven. So it sounded <laughs> a bit of like a parallel universe. But we did ask it about any um, punk cricketers, and uh, they, had, they were limited. You had some punk sports people, but we did have. This was quite nice. Tilly Karatney, Deal Sham, sixty nine. Oh, very, so uh, very, very nice. Good. Yeah, very well worked. Dd Ramo in organ, organ Morgan, should I say? Doing. <laughs> Owen Organ is <laughs> Ramoin Morgan Owen Organ would That's be a great Alan. punk thank you Alan in the world of football Andy in South Wales gave us uh, Sid Vinicius Jr beautiful that's very, that's like very that. good yeah. yeah very good nice Devon Malcolm McLaren of course and uh, Rich in, uh, in Nottingham and uh, yeah, Kate Bush playing. I did say running, running up that slope would have been. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, Kate Bush. Wuthering White says Andy. Oh, Bolton. perfect. Yeah, looking for more um, of those. Aren't people clever, Paul. Yeah. Aren't Funny clever? enough, I just said Owen Morgan, and I'm probably not the first person to go down this route. This is Guy Swindles, our cricket commentator. Yeah. 
Shreyas Iyer came out and looked comfortable immediately, but he is probably the only man who has. And that is played to Moen Organ. Uh, uh, Owen Morgan. <laughs> Two players Let's in one. Play Moen Organ or Owen Morgan. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Guy. Very nice, yeah, very good indeed. Uh, we did ask earlier on, didn't we, because uh, Thomas Frank, clearly they'd won at the weekend because yeah. journalists tend not to ask uh, questions like this if a manager's in a bad mood. But after uh, Ivan Tony had said that when he's taking penalties, he's quite chilled, he imagines himself on a beach with a cocktail. Thomas Frank was asked in his press conference ahead of the Games this week, uh, what kind of uh, beverage, mix of beverages, would Ivan Tony be? And as I said, a bad-tempered David Moyes would give you a two-word yeah, answer. Yeah, what was it, that. blind date? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, let's ask number two yeah. first. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and he kind of he got, he answered it being the nice man that he is and having got three points in his pocket at the weekend. But um, we did ask you about some of the odd questions you've been asked. I think we've had some of these, haven't we, yeah, uh, along the way? Where's it gone? I was made redundant from my job. I was obviously quite desperate to get another job. I went for an interview for a well-known communication company. After the initial greeting, I was asked to tell them a joke. Bit weird, I thought, but OK. So I wheeled one out from the Tim Vine back catalogue. Oh, yeah. They then went on to ask me to sing a song from my favourite panto. Suffice to say, I just got up and said, I'm not doing that, and just walked out and never got the job. So that's a shame, Jason. I'm surprised. Well, it's behind you now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Behind you now. Nice. That's good. Yeah, you could have gone with that one. I even pulled down a big song sheet. Everybody. Split you in half. Yeah, you should have gone there and done an hour. <laughs> if you'd been someone who'd been... If like you were what Biggins, was the job? Yeah. I <laughs> was it for a panto? <laughs> think, yeah. He's left that off. He's left that I'd off. I'd like to think it was to play Widow Twanky. And that would... <laughs> well, I'm not doing that. Absolutely um, not, no. You, you said you'd spotted uh, a, a huge um, rugby player. Uh, of Sebastian the Chabal, yeah, getting yeah. out of a smart car, which is always a nice image, isn't it? Charlie the to... cabbie tells us, out and about in his cabbie, has noticed Derek Chisora in his smart car oh, as well. well maybe, Man yeah. of the moment, of That's course. Be a big bigger. fight announcement tomorrow. Yeah, Jimmy Bob White's been in touch. I once saw uh, Joe Marler getting into a Fiat Panda. Yeah. It looked like a man trying to put on a life jacket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was so snug. <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm off to see Bob Dylan tomorrow night, Paul. Are you um, really? At the London Palladium, which mm. should be good fun. I mean, he's 81, right? And people, yeah. are, people do go, oh yeah. He's, I mean, you don't really, you don't. I'm not. I don't. I've no idea what to expect. Okay, I'm going just to be in the same room as Bob Dylan. Yeah, but it's like he's 81. He's well, he's not. If he's not great, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll be great, but yeah. if he's not great, then well, you sort of do go. Well, he is 81, so you know. Yeah. And, and but shouldn't they do that with sports teams? If you follow a sports team, yeah. That's that's the team, and those players have to play, and until they decide, you know, that that's enough. You know, like Bob Dylan is still going at 81. So football, no matter, carry people on are still in, buying tickets into their 80s. Exactly. I st- if I still want to watch that Liverpool 1986-87 team, yeah, then I you should, should have a right I, to. I should be allowed to buy tickets to watch them play. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I would say is one is an athletic pursuit, and there'd be a drop off in quality. You could say the well, same thing. Well, there's going to be. A, there might be a drop off in quality tomorrow. Tomorrow night when he goes into, you know, yeah. don't think twice. It's all right. Yeah. You know, he might not know the lyrics, Paul. Do you, do you think he forgets his words? I mean, that's the I thing. Don't know. They lose a range in their voice, don't they? They kind of they, they struggle a Bob bit. Bob Dylan with the might have found a range they, in his voice. <laughs> they struggle a bit with the top notes, don't they? Yeah, that's how. Like, that's where it goes. Older. Yeah, even Sinatra, it went down and down and down. It all yeah. became this sort of double bass instead of a beautiful oh. cello. So that was, yeah. So I will enjoy Charlie. Exactly. And it's quite, I mean, it's a lovely, you know, small venue, relatively speaking, for someone like. I can't Bob imagine Dylan. he's going to do much. Patter, can you? I can't. I, can't, I just cannot imagine what it's going to be like. Yeah. I can't imagine. He's not going to do. Is he going to do talk between songs, or is it just going to be all the hits all night long, like Lionel Richie was? You don't. Want, you get those gigs sometimes where they basically do too much talking, play about yeah, three yeah. songs, and just, <laughs> yeah, 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 just yeah. chat for about an hour and a half. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, what else have we got for you here? Uh, I once had to play in my specs. One of my yes, we oh yes, wearing playing glasses. in glass because the Torquay United manager Gary Johnson said they were going to have uh, our, our reserve keeper. If he had to come on, he had a bad eye, but yeah. he'd have played in an eye patch. Yeah. you said that Chelsea had a no. Chelsea played Luxem- a Luxembourg team. A, a once. team from in the Luxembourg squad. I'm sure that had a goalkeeper who wore glasses. I think they won eleven nil. Chelsea. <laughs> Andy. I mean, Andy tells his story. I think. I think that was the case. Chelsea oh, oh here it is. Larry said Chelsea did play a Luxembourg team in 1972. Janus yeah. won eight nil away, thirteen nil at home, and Janus did have a keeper with glasses ah. and an outfield player with it with one arm. Wow. There we are. There we are. Jackpot.
Yeah, it would have been more difficult the other way round, wouldn't it, really? <laughs> yeah. I would imagine. Um, I once had to plan my specs when my contacts dried out, says Gary and Wigan. Halfway through the second half, the lens fell out of the frame and I had to abandon them. Next shot came in, my ring finger was broken on the impact due to a misjudgment. I managed to persuade the boss to swap me out and put me up front, and sure enough, I scored the last goal of the game. There we are. So, yeah. I, could, I just can't imagine seeing a keeper in glasses. I'd, love, I'd absolutely love to see that. Yeah. It'd be a, be a nice way to go. You'd, you know, would, would you fancy a... Cha- you, I mean, say, Andy's not a bad keeper. Is he, we had a game he, yeah. around the Champions League when it was here, the Manchester United Barcelona one years ago in Hyde Park. And he went in goal and he pulled off some good saves. But so if he didn't put them on, he wouldn't be able to see. No, exactly. So exactly. Uh, he would have been in a bad way. Uh, Debbie McGee is selling off Paul Daniels' archive of illusions. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot. Um, Paul not Daniel's t- archive of illusion sounds like an old uh, sort of rock band of <laughs> back, the 70s. Back to the punk band, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. She's expecting to get two hundred thousand quid for all his wow. tricks. Really? There we are. Cut, cut a woman in half. That one, Paul. The yeah. Bunkum Booth. It was a good show, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was yeah. Probably yeah. yeah. twelve million viewers. He was very good. You strike me as someone who dabbled in a bit of magic. Have you done a bit of magic over the years? Never tried the magic. Never boys. tried the magic. Bit too like doing maths, isn't it? Or jazz yeah. piano. You know, you have to spend a lot of time on your own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time on your own practicing. And also, there was things you'd often... magicians when they're backstage. Paul, do you want to see a trick? Do you want to see a trick? No. <laughs> No, I don't want to really? see. You I don't, don't like want to see a trick. I mean, it is clever. Yeah. But you just know how long it's taken to come work because it's maths, isn't it? Basically, it's yeah. basically practicing again and again and because again. Because as a comedian, you don't stand backstage to other people and say, "Do you want to hear a gag?" You've never I mean... been never been backstage with me, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nightmare. The last thing that magi- uh, sorry comedians apparently want is being told jokes by other comedians. Oh, yeah, yeah, that never goes down no, well. Is what happens is, is, is this funny? Has. Is this funny? Oh, it's right. oh, okay. It's this fun, and you'll try it, and it'll, mm, it's quite funny. Yeah, no, no reaction, you know. No, mm, you should probably try this or try this. Put a different word in. Take those words out. It's like that. Oh, okay. So it goes, Paul. It's just very technical. Well, there we are, taken backstage there at uh, in, the, in the comedy store there by <laughs> Charlie. But, but no magicians. If you see Charlie and you're a magician, don't say you want to see a trick because it it won't go down uh, too well. Um, what else have we got? That one here. Interview question I was asked a long time ago was, if money wasn't wasn't an issue, what would you do? My unwise response was, if money wasn't an issue, I wouldn't do anything. Uh, needless to say, I didn't get the job. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think it's a fair... I think that's all right. Yeah. If money was no issue, yeah. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. I didn't see anything wrong with I don't with think that. that's a problem. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, um, yesterday... Uh, Charlie was uh, telling us about uh, his, uh, the fact he played the tuba. How did it come up, Paul? I've got I can't no idea. How it came up. I've got no idea how it came yeah. up. But um, listening in on his way back from uh, watching a bit of rugby league in the World Cup was a member of the New York Brass Band. We've yeah. spoken to him before in one of their commercial guises as a sponsor on the show. They are North Yorkshire's only contemporary New Orleans-inspired brass band. Oh, very nice. Right up my street. And James Lancaster, who plays the sousaphone, uh, sent you a lovely little video, didn't he? He said... Uh, he did, on, I was driving, on my Twitter, yeah. He said, I was driving uh, to the uh, Tonga uh, Papua New Guinea game and I heard your confession. I'm back home this morning, slightly <laughs> hungover, and I thought I'd send you a tune. It was my confession that I was a tuba player, I think, Yeah, in, and he, in the past. And, uh, and that used to play a bit of Gilbert and Sullivan. That was a tune. Yeah, yeah, that was the, the go-to yes. tune. Uh, modern, modern, major, modern Major General. Yeah. Yeah. And and no, a, a Policeman's Lot is not a happy oh, one. Oh, that was it. No, yeah, that's that was it. it. Yeah, 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 Policeman's Lot. And a beautiful rendition by James. And we thought it's only right we should follow this up if if, if only to talk rugby league. Hello, James. Hi, Paul. Hi, Charlie. Well, yeah, lovely to talk to you. Thank yeah. you thanks for, for reaching out, Charlie. Thank you for listening yesterday. Yeah, thank did you very in, much for your tweet. Did you enjoy the game? Yeah, it was a great game. Uh, uh, Tonga and PG, PNG put on a great show. Uh, eight, it was 18 all with a couple of minutes to go. Oh, yeah. 24 18, yeah, 24 18, wasn't it? Final yeah. score. So, um, good, uh, good, good crowd there for that one as well. Yeah, it was a decent crowd. They're, they're getting their act together with ticket prices. And, uh, yeah, they're making it a bit more accessible, I think. And are you going to, you got tickets for other games as well? Yeah, um, we've, I've got a, some quarterfinal and semi-final tickets, and we're actually playing at four games in York at the for the ladies' tournaments. So um, early in November, if you come to the come to the ladies' games at the LNER Stadium in York, you'll catch a bit of New York Rust Band as well. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, are you playing? Because I mean, it's quite quite a 
quite a good fun thing. So you kind of playing on the sort of stadium concourse, playing tunes. You're not. You're not. It's not like the England band. You're not playing Steptoe and stuff no, like no. that. No. We'll be pre, we'll be playing pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Lovely, yeah. And brilliant. Yeah, very they're a very nice. good band. The guys have been in, uh, uh, say, around the sponsorship we had on the show. And yeah. They're very, very good. And is it sort of a, a New Orleans yeah. take on well, modern classics? Yeah, yeah, we play a whole range of tunes. As a matter of fact, Charlie, I know you're a, you like a random purchase. I'm, I'm selling an old sousaphone. Oh, oh don't tell me that. So, um, <laughs> I could see you walking on stage at the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, what a good um, idea. What a good yeah. idea. Maybe a whole show of sousaphone. I might nick your gig. Whole yeah. show of sousaphone songs. Well, you could just go on and just use it, though. It's like a... It's, it's round you, Paul. Sh- it's, it's, you can't you know, take it off once it's on. It's like the alien. It's like a boa constrictor, isn't it? Or just walk on with it and never mention yeah. it. Never mention it. Never even play it. Don't even mention it. <laughs> That's very Tommy Cooper. Yeah. Just walk on with it, take it off, put it in the corner and never touch it. Yeah. Never play a thing. That's wow. a nice idea. What does a sousaphone go for these days? Uh about the price of a boxing ring. Oh, <laughs> he's a fan. He certainly he's is. A yeah, fan. boxing yeah, ring good and a wall news. of death. Yeah, yeah. Some a of the things that Charlie's nearly yeah. bought, and a, and a coconut shy that Charlie nearly <laughs> bought on. Um, uh, was it um, Facebook uh, Marketplace? Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. So uh, some the sousaphone people. It's it's tuber. It's tuber like, but it's a tuber you wear, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So you can march with it. I think yeah. is is the key, isn't it? Yeah, invented by John Philip Sousa. Of course. Oh. Yes. Okay. And yes, who's, me- who's mentioned in the preamble to the song 76 Trombones? Oh, right. listen to there that. There we are. That's John Phillips. Um, and some sporting themes along the way, James, you've picked up, I understand. Is that right? Yeah, I can have a, I can have a go at anything you, that comes to mind. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. What, what about, I mean, the fine darts TV series? Oh, yeah. uh, uh, a bullseye. Oh, I mean, could, nice. you, could you give us a bit of that? Possibly. I've had a, I've had a sad version in my head all day. Oh, oh right. Okay. <laughs> sad version. <laughs> That's when they lose. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so good if it's they like, played that. That, that version of it yeah. after they Let's said, have a look hey, at what you could have won. what you could have won. There's two lads, two lads from Berry with heads in their hands and there James in the corner playing that would have been... Or oh, yeah, they got Jim, the spelling wrong, one Jim, of the two. Jim yeah. that. that was great. That was really good. What about from the world of F1? Mm, uh, yeah. Have you ever mastered the... Bit of the chain, the chain. The chain, yeah. Yeah, you've had Hugh Cornwell on today, so I'm the second bass player on. Oh, uh, wow, yeah. Talk, talk bass players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was good. Was I think that's right? what they meant originally. Yeah, that's just uh, Danny Fleetwood Mac. Uh, they should have just put a bit, a bit they, more sousaphone up yeah. in the mix. It's probably there down in the mix somewhere. <laughs> uh, what about from the world of cricket, James? Oh, lovely, Is anything yeah. you've mastered oh, on yeah. the sousaphone from the world of cricket? <laughs> Oh, I can see Charlie. You'll get. I can see you getting. I can see in your eyes. You're really doing a good sales job on the on the the sousaphone. Are you playing the one that's for sale, James, or not? Uh, No, uh, this is this is my latest one. Yeah, the other one's quite heavy. Heavy sousaphone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could put for sale on the. Uh, I, was, I won't say what it is because you'll start laughing. So I'm on the on the on the on the end of of the sousaphone. Okay, you know, you could uh, <laughs> imagine what put it's for sale on, yeah, on that, that particular yes. end of it. Yeah. <laughs> so James, we've got time for a quick football tune. Yeah, go for it. What do you what do you fancy? Oh, don't you have match of the day? Why not? Why cla- not? Yes, let's have a bit of match of the day. Go on then. Oh, that's good. Oh, that had some height there. A the bit of embouchure there, wasn't yeah, it? Oh, Tight. Oh, he knows all. There you've we got, are. You've got to nice. buy it. You two should definitely, definitely buy it. It's only, oh. the, it's, a, it's the, you know, it's nothing, Charlie, for you. <laughs> well, now I've talked about it on air. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good idea. I, I might just be able to bring do it that. in. Bring it in every day for the show, and you can do all the little yeah, musical bullet that, points. Yeah, 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 lovely. Yeah. You can do all the. <laughs> <laughs> when Ben comes in to do the news. <laughs> 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 
Here he comes. Sports here he comes. Here he comes. Benny with a new. Here he comes. Bit harsh. Bit harsh. That being Ben's thing. Around all day playing that challenge. Oh yeah. Imagine, imagine having a stalker. That the sousaphone stalker. Just following you. You're a bit conscious. Outside your house. You're a bit conscious of what people think. Behind you all, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? John Miller's been in touch. Had a pleasure of seeing the New York Brass Band at a few events. Absolutely brilliant. See them when you can. Yeah, they are. They are great. As I said, they play. And then it says sousaphone for sale. Sousaphone for sale. Look, James. God bless you. Thanks very much for joining us. Best of luck with the band. We'll look out for you at the Rugby League World Cup. Yeah. Games. Charlie, I'll be in, I'll be in touch when we're at Glastonbury. We'll do a, a, a West Country Corner live. Oh, from- that oh, sounds nice. Lovely. West what a good corner. idea. Brilliant. Nice what one, James. Idea. Thanks very much. Cheers, James Lancaster there from the New York Brass Band. Fantastic. Good man. Enjoy that. Yeah, the, oh, the downbeat, broken man version of Bullseye is fantastic. Do you think I'm the only market for the sousaphone? Who else you think? Is anyone well, else Ramesh if he's interested in introducing that. Because I think he needs a bit of a leg up at the moment. I don't know who else Sousaphone gonna... could be a game changer for him. It's like I buy a lot of Talk United merch and I think, I'm, I don't know who I'm bidding against here. There's, <laughs> there's no one else in the market You're for a one-man auction site. It's great, isn't it? The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast well there we are that was this afternoon's show uh, I guess we'll do it all again tomorrow myself and Andy now for a couple of days but yeah. Charlie you will be back I'll, be, I'll, be, on, I'll be on the birthday spread tomorrow Brilliant. afternoon on the phone Paul and I'll be back Saturday morning with Max 9 till 11 yeah nice one okay uh, Charlie will be back with me next Tuesday of course but do join me and Andy tomorrow so we pour over all the Premier League games tonight and a whole lot more besides. Uh, if you can't join us, the podcast will be available as always around four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.